You might have noticed that I'm uh, um, changing the day when I'm releasing the podcast episodes. Uh, it used to be on Monday, then I tested Thursday, and I'm now testing Friday. And uh, probably I will make uh, another test on Tuesday just to see how the audience reacts to the, to the podcast episodes. But uh, uh, for sure, you will see one podcast episode per week, which is the most important thing. And then in a week from now, it should be settled to uh, one day, either Tuesday or Thursday. So um, now we'll let you know when that happens. Today, we talk about finding your passion. This is a very exciting episode. I hope it will help you. Um, and uh, first and foremost, uh, let me ask you, have you ever felt like you're not where you're meant to be? Because I felt that way. And I think there is uh, someone out there who felt that way too. And if that's what you felt, repeat after me, I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. I'm not early, I'm not late. Your life is your life. It does not matter if your friend already has a job, a child, etc. Your life is your life and you live it at your pace. And to live it a mean, and to, to live a meaningful life, you need to understand your passion. Your passion, not someone else's passion, your passion, your purpose and how to monetize your purpose. Without that, you will always feel behind. You will always compare yourself to others. And that's the secret for that's the secret for long-term unhappiness. Okay, uh, without knowing your passion, you will always feel like you're coming in last. Without knowing your purpose, you will always feel like there are a million people out there who are succeeding around you and you're failing. Without knowing how to monetize it, imagine if you find it but you don't know how to monetize it, you will always feel unfulfilled, unfulfilled, and that you didn't reach your potential because you have no payment, no, um, no monetization from what your purpose is, from what your passion is, okay? So you hear me saying in, in this podcast, passion, purpose, what are these terms? Let's clarify this first and foremost. Imagine that you have an interest, which is like a baby, then the interest grows into a passion, which is kind of a teenager, and the passion further grows into a purpose, which is kind of an adult. So you need to nurture your interests to make sure you find your passion and then your purpose. You may be familiar with the term Ikigai. Ikigai is a Japanese term and it is the intersection of what you're good at, what you love, what the world needs and what you can be paid for. And the word Ikigai is very interesting because when I had to prepare the episode, I found this, uh, this word and I think it's, uh, it's important to, you can find value in it. So here's why I'm sharing it. So according to the book Ikigai, the intersection between what you are good at and what you love doing is called passion. The intersection between what you love doing and what the world needs is called mission. 
the intersection between what the world needs and what you can be paid for is called vocation. And the intersection between what you can be paid for and what you're good at is called profession. So that's the Ikigai. When you mix these four things, that's the Ikigai. And when you hear me say purpose, I am referring to the Ikigai. The purpose is something that combines everything, everything together. Another word I might use sometimes is the Dharma, a Sanskrit word used by Jay Shetty in his book, uh, Think Like a Monk, was meaning is similar to Ikigai and purpose. So in this podcast, we will mainly focus on finding your passion. Not the purpose, not the Ikigai, not the Dharma, passion. Okay? Because in my opinion, that is the most important step. That's the first step to live a better life. Why is it important to find your passion in, in the first place, right? Why, why do I need to spend time trying to understand what my passion is? Only 13%, according to a Deloitte survey, only 13% of people feel very passionate about their jobs. 13%, one out of 10. And 33% feel they have reached a dead end. They want to leave their jobs. On the contrary, instead, 71% of people who live with their passions report working extra hours. So not only the eight hours, they work longer because they love it. Psychologist Kelly McGonigal presented how to make stress your friend on a TED talk. And she explains that we can take on more stress when we do something that is meaningful to us, which is very interesting. Because if we find something which we love doing, wow, we can work extra hours. We don't even feel like we are doing the extra work. So it's important to find our passion because when we feel the pain of where we are, we then recognize, we open our mind up to the potential of where we could go. I do not like sitting on this chair. Well, I find another chair because I don't like this one. So the worst thing that can happen to people, in my opinion, is that they get comfortable in their unconscious discomfort. They have a discomfort, but they're not even aware, fully aware of it. And so they stay there and they suffer. It's important to live a life with passion. As a parent, as an employee, as a friend. You, we talked about energy in another episode, right? Would you date a five? No, you wouldn't date a five. So why do you let yourself be a five sometimes? So work to be a ten. And one of the things that really helped me was finding my passion. So what is a passion? <laughs> So when I say passion, I do not mean what you like doing or what you enjoy doing. That's a very important point. Passion is not something you do in your spare time. When I mean passion, I use passion in the Ikigai term. Okay, as in the book Ikigai. It's not something that you like doing what you enjoy doing. Some, some people say, oh, my passion is uh, something I do in my free time. That's not how I'm defining passion here. Passion is where your skills and your interests intersect. 
passion is the intersection between your skills and your interests. Okay, that's a crucial point. So I hope um, rewind a little bit and listen to it again. If you have an interest, but not a skill. So if you love doing something in other terms, but you're not good at that is called hobby. Let's say, for instance, that I love playing basketball, but I'm not good at basketball. That is a hobby. I cannot monetize it because I'm not good at it. And you have to realize that there are many things that you might be love, you might love doing, but you're not good at. And you have to be honest with yourself and say, okay, this is a hobby. This is not this is not a passion. I cannot make it a job. And never blindly follow your interests. Because there are 1,000 people who are better than you. And they do it with extreme ease. So I could have played basketball. I was actually a pretty good basketball player. I was a pretty good player. But I was not the best with ease. And therefore I decided to make it my hobby. Because I, I realized that there are some people who just play basketball, of course, with because of their physical uh, uh, capabilities, first of all. Uh, but also, um, psychology, psychologically, they have such an ease doing it. And I didn't have that extreme ease. I had ease, but not extreme ease. So for me, that was a hobby. Now, if you're skilled at something, but you're not interested in it, so, for instance, if you're very good at something, but you don't like it, you dislike it, unfortunately, for many people, that is called a job. It's not interesting, it's boring. And if you're a student, if you're a young professional, you're listening to this podcast, think about this. Do you love your job? Because if you don't love it, maybe you have the skills, right? You sold your skill set. But that's not something that sparks the light, the fire in yourself. And therefore, that's not something that you can do for the long run. You will burn out at the end. So most of us have a hobby or a job. I've found countless people because I tried the coaching program with at least 100 people now. And uh, I find out that they either have a hobby and, or a job. And hobbies do not entertain, do not monetize in the long run. And the jobs start to be painful after a while. So that's why the importance of finding the intersection between the two. So how do we find the intersection? To understand how to find the passion, we have to understand why people struggle with finding their passions. The first reason, in my opinion, why people struggle with finding their passions, and I think this may hit home uh, for you, is that the world has constantly brought us away from our strengths. How many times have you been told, uh, focus on your weaknesses? For instance, you are at school, okay? You've got three A's and a D. You should work on that D. Let's get it up to an A. Our parents always thought that we should perform well in everything. I come from a family of professors and these are definitely the people who tell you, you should be 100% in everything you do. And the second reason 
people say, follow your passion. As if you were born with a passion. And then you spend ages and feel overwhelmed because you can't find this passion. You're like, oh my God, I don't know what is my passion. The truth is you're not born with a passion. You're born with an inclination for certain things. And you grow some skills. And then voila, passion is cultivated. It comes from mastering something you love doing. So you don't need a passion to start. Everything starts with an interest. A passion starts with curiosity. You need to be curious about your own mind, the way you live. This is why I say my curiosity is my superpower. I'm one of the most curious people I've ever met in, in, in my life. I have never met anyone, almost anyone as curious as I am. And that's great. Because you need to start as uh, at interest, as curiosity, and then skills, self-awareness, what you're good at. And you need to be curious. This is how you find your passion. So keep asking yourself, in, uh, yourself some questions such as, what does success look like to me? Why do I get up in the morning? Is it because of money? Is it because of I want a healthy family? Is it because I want a happy marriage? Is it because I want to help others? I want to be famous. I want to be spiritually sound. I want to leave the world a better place. You might have, you might find that you have a number of interests. Okay. And the number of skills. And when you combine them, when you make the intersection, you have multiple passions. That is possible. There are very, there are many uh, entrepreneurs uh, who fail and they think it is because of their marketing, their sales, their people, they blame it on the employees, etc. In my opinion, marketing sales, very, very important. But the first reason is that they have not found the perfect combination of interest and skills. And so they give up after a while because they do not love what they do. They start hating. They're like, oh my God, I thought this was, I could do this. I hate doing this thing. Or someone is better than them with the extreme ease. And they're like, how hard should I work to compete with these people? Okay, so success starts with self-awareness. If you're not self-aware what you're passionate about, what's meaningful to you, what's fulfilling, what you're good at, it's very hard to start the journey. So in these, in the next two minutes, I will do an exercise with you. You can pause me if you want. 15 minutes, I will be here. Okay. Um, and we will do the exercise together. And I can promise you after the exercise, you will have greater clarity on what your passion might look like. Okay. So let's find your passion. On a piece of paper, on your, on your mind, but a paper is always better. Make two columns. Interests and skills. So I want you to write down at least three skills and three interests. I cannot do this um, as in depth as I do it with my clients, but at least I will give you an idea. Okay. And uh, especially if you're a student, you will find value in it. I want you to do it for students, especially because you will, um, I know you don't have a great, um, uh, um, a lot of money. And I hope this is a free value that you can use to find the job of your dreams. Okay. So make two columns, interests and skills. Three skills, things you are good at, things you have an aptitude for. Important. If you feel you do not have any skill, you need to work on your self-confidence. If you keep saying that you have no skills, that becomes your reality. 
okay? And it's impossible that you have no skills. Come on, you might, you must be good at something. Write your friend, write your best friend and say, hey, what, what is something you think I'm good at? Because very often people around us see the light within ourselves and we don't see it. Okay, so I asked my friends, I said, what do you think I'm actually great at? And, I, and people told me, helping people out, representing people. And they said, wow, okay, amazing. And then three interests, things you like doing. That's easy, right? Things you could do, no one pay you for it, no one pays you for it, but you just do it because you love it. Now, Steve Jobs said, creativity is just connecting things. So start seeing how skills and interests might intercept. I will give you three examples that I prepared for a presentation I delivered in um, 2020 to the students and uh, that it will bring you clarity. So let's say that your skill is problem finding. You ask great questions, you make people talk, you identify a problem. And then you have an interest, which is working in a quota-based role in a competitive environment. You just love it because it sparks the fire within yourself. So if that's the intersection, probably sales is what you should be doing. If your skill is problem solver, not problem finder, is problem solver. So you have a strong analytical mindset and the ability to break down any problem into buckets. So if I say, for instance, profit, the first thing you think about is revenue minus costs. Okay, That's how you know you have the ability to break down a problem. And then you have an interest. You love frequent traveling and being close to your clients. Well, maybe consulting is the route for you. And finally, if you have low dominance and the ability to de-escalate conflicts, people don't get angry at you. And then you have an interest working on a queue of problems and being fundamental to the support of other departments. You just love helping others. Well, maybe customer service is what you should be doing. So here is how you find your passion. Once you have identified your passion, of course, you need to take some time and figure out how, how to monetize it and how to use it for a better world. So the passion needs to grow into a purpose. Okay, that's what I do with my clients. But in my opinion, no worries. This is not too difficult because if you're good at something and you love doing it, it's pretty easy to be paid for it. And moreover, since you love it, you can do it even for free to help people who cannot afford to pay you. For instance, I coach two people per month for free. Or oh, I'm doing the podcast, right? This is free content. So, and if you don't know, oh, that's important. I was almost forgetting, sorry. If you don't know how to monetize your passion in the corporate world and as an entrepreneur, don't worry because we will have other two episodes on the topic and we will have also another episode, a third one on how to thrive at work. So make sure to follow the podcast to receive the updates. Jay Shetty says that you can always be testing at least three ideas at the same time. So, for instance, in his case, Jay was working in a corporate career. He was doing public speaking, making videos. Um, he was doing three things that were linked to his interests. And since an interest of his was social media and the skill was teaching people, he started educating people via social media. So you cannot narrow this down at the beginning. You have to open lots of doors and see which one stays open. Uh, and then you will see, you will definitely see, it's pretty easy to see what you actually actually very good at and what you love doing.
So now go and become the best at the skill you need for your interest and uh, uh, to, for your passion, for your interest plus skills. So public speaking, negotiation, whatever. Um, you have heard me mention this. If you have 100 hours to invest in yourself, invest in something um, you're already good at. There was a study about this. If you invest where you're already naturally good at, you go from good to great. Okay. So I hope this episode helped you. That's what I've got for today's episode. I'm really excited about this because this has helped hundreds of people already. So I hope it will help you and your friends too. If you like this episode, please share it with someone you know and love. And if you could share it in your Instagram stories and tag me in Grosso Strategies, it would be amazing. The only way we grow and impact more people is if you guys share it. So I greatly, greatly appreciate all of you who will do it. Make your life a masterpiece. See you next week. I appreciate you and I hope you have an amazing day. Give me a minute.